fresh and we clean. I said we fresh and we clean. I said we fresh and we clean. He's white, I'm black, man, we fresh and we clean. Yeah, we got everybody. Jimbo. We got H-Dub. Senior Parker. What's happening? What's happening? What's up? What's the damn deal? It's your boy. The most electrifying man on podcast, the most pod piper of podcast radio. Your man, the legend, the myth, Mr. Nate Robertson. And with me always is my dog, my partner in crime, Mr. Clean himself, BJ. What's cracking with you, brother? Welcome to the kettle pot of uh, podcasting. Yes. We got a nice mixture today. We got a great mixture today, mixture. man. Got a lot of people here today. A lot of guests here, man. So it's going to be an awesome episode. First and foremost, man, we got my dog, Mr. Jimmy Medina, in the house today. Yo, yo, what's going on, people? How y'all doing, man? Where the uh, claps at, man? We got yeah, where the claps at? I got to make some claps It's myself. because it was Jimmy. Uh, oh, <laughs> man, all right, all right, that's how we started. Hey, give him that. Wow! Right, give him that one. I think you need to take off your cap. There we go. <laughs> okay, okay. Next in line, we got the legend, the miss, the rudest, rudest comedian in the game. Miss H Dub herself, Miss Heather Walker in the house. What's up, Heather? Hey, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Right on. Dickhead. <laughs> and my dog from Indianapolis, by way of ATL, my man Senior Parker in the house. What's cracking with your brother? Man, I'm good, my boy. What's happening? My nigga. Man. Shit, I just met this dude, so don't don't I don't know this motherfucker, but we just <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We've we been here, shit. I know. I feel that, man. I feel that. I don't know this nigga either. Yeah. I, I, knew, I knew where his people stay, though. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, hey, man, it's going to be a jam-packed episode. Also, before we even get into this episode, man, a recap of what happened last week. Oh, my God, man. First of all, last week's episode of Chicken and Chuckles, the open mic, was stupendous, man. Everybody came in there, brought the energy. The funny was definitely alive. Everybody was hilarious. We had, uh, that was our appreciation show. So we had Jason Ritchie. Uh, we had uh, Brian Petrie. Uh, Goddamn, I can't think of everybody Ernest that was on. Uh, Ernest Hicks and my boy Dwight Simmons closed out. And when I say them four, when, them four, when it came to those four to close out the show, and it was late too, they killed it. But the highlight of the night, the highlight of the night, this lady, I can't think of her name, but she was from Fort Wayne. So shout out to her. She got on stage and showed her titties, y'all. White titties in the hood. Thirteenth and Sherman. Times. Four different times. We've seen eight versions of titties. Hey man, look. Well, you can get anything on Sherman, especially some titties. So that's <laughs> hey, that's that's hey, that's good. Now, I was like, I'm, I was happy. Because Shoot for sixteen this week. We are shooting for 16. Maybe we could intermix it. We need more color titties. You know what I mean? Like, ain't nothing wrong with the white ones, though. Nah, the white ones were good, though. Yeah. Like, BJ. You can tell by her hat she wanted to show her titties. She did. Oh, absolutely. She had the Brimo hat or whatever. Yeah, well, one and, of those. And how do you sell bras and not wear one? Right, because them titties came out pretty easy, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, there was no bra there. There was no bra there. And, like, the way when she pulled them motherfuckers out, them things was dangling. But then she brought them back up, and they looked perky and nice. Like, you can tell. So they, the titties was tittying in the bra or in the shirt? It was yeah. it was tittying in the shirt. In but the she shirt. had it to wear, like, they look, they were up, though. Right. So it was like, oh, she might they have They were in the FG range or something like that. Yeah, they were big. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They were big. FG range. That ain't bad. That, that's that's a nice to, titty and titty. They were yeah. enough to feed a third world country for a yeah. while. Definitely. Oh, Jamaica. Oh. 
Yeah, that, all them. That's a titty and titty. I'm telling you, she Zimbabwe. It was no blue vein. <laughs> oh yeah, that, hey, that blue vein can be a motherfucker. Hey. I didn't see him till the video because I I sat behind everybody. Yeah, so yeah, you got you saw the back the titty side titty yeah. side boob. Yeah, you got a side boob action. And then I left during the last one when she started arguing. I was like, I'm gonna go outside. Yeah, yeah. she got arguing with the guy talking about show your me. dick. I'm like, yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. We was like, show yeah, your we, tits. We don't want that. We don't want that. Um, we don't want that chant. And I love on. the energy how everybody when she was like, well, won't you show your dick? Everybody's like, no, nah, man, hell no. Nah. Oh, yeah, exactly. No, nah, we don't want to see that. I was clapping for yeah. Not really. <laughs> that guy, he was so embarrassed. He shot up real quick, too. He got up real quick. He He's left. like, huh? She went after yeah. him, too. She's like, I was like, whoa. Yeah. She went cheap. We were on Sherman, and she hey. was testing a dude, and I was yeah. like, I'm standing right behind her. I'm going to walk outside. Yeah, hey. I wasn't. I was cool, too. I'm like, just because my name is on this goddamn flyer don't mean that I represent. I have any actions over what happens here. Right. You but called a, that nigga out. There was first. a couple times, like, there's the guy that was dressed like a Bond villain. With a slick Rick with the one eye, the eye patch, he was he dressed like a tablecloth. You talking about Cyclops? Yeah, it looked like he had a nice oh, doily outfit on. What it, kind of shenanigans is going on this in this nigga, motherfucker? These, these, these are guests. These are people lit. that are eating. These yeah. are not other comedians. So I'm like, so Nate starts fucking, and I'm like, like I was going in, but there was one he went in on at first. That was him. No, yeah. there was the other one sitting at the bar first. Who? And you're like, I'm not messing with him and oh, he, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that nigga had the ankle pistol. Did you see that motherfucker? That's why, not the ankle that's why pistol. I said, Nate, that I'm nigga had a three. A, bro, he had one of them small guns. What's the 330? Snug. 338? Snug. Oh, yeah. Out a little snow. Oh, that, yeah. them, oh that, that's, I call that the poker pistol. Exactly. You know, yeah, he had the Agent J boy. The little danger and shit. Yeah. And Two Nate, shots out this motherfucker. Like, I'm sitting behind you. Please stop. <laughs> and like, BJ always is on it. I was on it. This, cause look, I'm gonna tell you why this nigga didn't give a fuck. First of all, he had on some Stacey Adams with some high socks and <laughs> had the ankle pistol, had the ankle pistol underneath the sock. You know, so you can see, and it was white socks too. So I'm like, he had damn. straps with the socks to tie the, to Man, keep the socks the whole on. Shit, you thought he was Forrest Gump. Oh shit. <laughs> That's I'm bullshit. telling you, like Gen A, I can't walk Gen A. Nah, this motherfucker can walk perfectly. <laughs> he's the only guy I know who cashes his check on the third, but dresses like he's got a million. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. But yeah, he was dangerous. I talked some shit to him. I got him wound up, and then he looked, and I seen the ankle piss. I said, nah, get that nigga ice cold free water. Give him a <laughs> shot, too. My mm. question is, where, where was security, dog? Uh, ain't no security. <laughs> no, this, this is 13th and Sherman. Exactly. No the security is there's two doors that go out back. That's where I was smoking yeah. a cigarette. That way I have a head start because I'm a big guy. Yeah, and then you got to jump over that fence too because that fence yeah. don't open. Oh, I got damn. things to live for. <laughs> See, and the way my knees are set up, I ain't jumping on no goddamn Hell fence. Nah. I made sure the outside gate worked. I, I swear. I was like, all right. Oh, so it did work. Okay, because yeah. the last time I tried to open it, that shit was not and open. I parked my car pretty close to that gate so I can go right I out. always park <laughs> by the door, so if something was to happen, I can yeah. just hop in and go. You can always tell when people have worked in the hood or spent time in the hood. Like, I parked my car closest to the exit that everybody else is not going to try to get to first. And then, like, I used to hate when we used to do the mic and then the owner used to leave. So I'm like, uh, you leaving this place here with me by myself? Nigga. <laughs> and this man invited me to to come do some stand up on Thursday. Yeah, it, it was lit. It, 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 it was with with no owner. Okay, so we 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 are we are in this bitch shit. I, nah, it was, nah, <laughs> nah. He was there. And the thing was, he was he was behind the bar. So like every week, their their staff is different every week. 
So now he got the girl in the kitchen when he should be in the kitchen, really. But he got the girl in the kitchen cooking. And by the way, she gets down. Okay. When she's in the kitchen, like everybody's literally ordering food. And yeah. they're taking, they're doing um, DoorDash. DoorDash too. That bitch had that chicken out there cooking, bro. Oh, see, yeah, I'm she always going. I don't mean to call her that. I'm sorry, y'all. But <laughs> hey, I'm always down for some food chicken. She was going ham. Like, you remember how your auntie used to be when it's uh, Thanksgiving? Oh, God. And you know what I mean? All the other relatives can't really cook because their arms are just too damn big and yep. shit. Like, all the calories and got to them, so they can't do it no more. Nigga, she went in. The worst part is the owner wears a, uh, wears the, the uh, hairnet. But it's only twenty five percent on his head. It's a <laughs> so he's wearing a hairnet like Ti on the it's side like, and shit. It's oh, more shit. like a hair beret. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This motherfucker wants to be militant in the kitchen. Yeah, he's militant in the kitchen. But he has a good heart. He does a great job. Shout out to Ron G. That's my brother, man. Ron G. What up, though? I'm gonna come see you, man. Yeah, we're gonna have a good. But the food is always good. Them grippo bro. wings. Bro. Oh yeah. Food. Hold on, good. hold on. Grippo wings. Yeah. Now grippo I'm sold. Wings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm see? sold. See? Yeah, see? see, I ain't been back see? in the city in a minute, yeah, so like, see? like it's like every time I come back here or I come to visit, y'all always flip some shit, y'all tear some shit down, and y'all bring some shit back up. You know Definitely. what I mean? So it's like, and, and that's the thing I love is like out here, y'all the the culture starting to come. You know what I'm saying? The it, it's there, like, bro, like. Grippo wings. I'm definitely, I'm definitely intrigued. You know, what I'm saying I miss, I miss White Castle. I miss Longs. All that good shit. Oh shit, man! I White Castle but... still got here giving you mud, but I don't know about I that. I already know that. Yeah, that's, that's what I don't miss. But you know, a good yeah, sack. Yeah, but a know. good, but a good sack of ten. You, you know, me? like cool sack of ten. Yeah, ain't, ain't, ain't you know, ain't, ain't gonna hurt much. nobody. Yeah, ain't gonna do that much. You gotta yeah. make sure you eat it on make Saturday. Yeah, so yeah you make sure you check the weather before you come thirteen thirteen. Oh man! Oh yeah, because it's always look so. That's what I really like about the mic. Yes, man. the floor is always sticky. Like in the back is terrible. The back but. is terrible. Man, you know what? Those are the best types of clubs too, because that's the exactly. best type of love. Yeah. Like, it's the best type of love you're gonna get. It's man. lived in. I'll tell you one uh one spot when I first uh started getting my start in comedy. First off, shout out to my girl Erica Duchess, E Duchess. Shout out to E Duchess in the, in the house. motherfucking house. Shout out to my girl E Duchess. I remember when I first started doing comedy, man, she had this spot out on Gresham out in Atlanta on the east side that we used to I used to go to. Man, it was a sports bar. Oh my goodness. When, uh can't think of the name. It's called. It was called the Spot, the Spot Sports Bar, right? Go in that motherfucker. I'm talking about. You will see the same 17 people in that bitch, but I swear to God, like that was probably one of the best hole in the wall spots. I'm talking about. You playing pool in the back. They got the free pool and shit. Lady in the back cooking chicken wings. But once that show started, O.E. Duchess said, everybody get off that goddamn pool table. Like, ain't, ain't nobody. Shut that shit down. Yeah, shut that shit down. It's a whole comedy show. We don't give a damn how rinky-dink this shit was. But that's where we started. That's where a lot of comics, uh, you know, got their start out there. Like, if you fuck with if you fucked with E. Duchess and you fucked with any of her rooms, man, she definitely give you a shot at hers, man. Mm-hmm. And that was no capping. I've had a damn good time in that rinky-dink motherfucker. So I love, I, I, I really can't wait to slide over there and shit, man. Yeah, yeah. And I- I feel like all, a lot of the like good like the top up and coming comedians in in everybody's city have that ratchet open mic where you go into you like Man. ah this place don't look too good but when you get actually sitting in there and eating the food interacting with people you realize that man I might be in a fucked up area but. I'm having a great fucking time. Yeah, because that's you know, like these are the people they really want to have a show. They want to see a show. So that's yeah. you love. I love going to them spots, man. You know, shit. You, especially the food, man. You can't you can't, you can't go wrong with a hole in the wall. Can't food, go wrong man. with no hole in the raw food, bro. Oh I, I definitely can say that. But uh, yeah, check it and chuckle. Make sure y'all come out every Thursday. We do it every Thursday, man. 
it's a vibe in that motherfucker. It's a ratchet vibe, but it's a vibe. Oh yeah. So um, let's go ahead and get into this these topics, BJ, my brother, my brother, my brother. So what we got here is we have um, I've seen everybody. I've seen Heather and Jimmy perform. But when did you? When ask you first? When did you first get started? And why do you want to get started? Okay, uh, I first started when I was seventeen, going on eighteen. I'm 22 currently, so I've been doing comedy for about four years, and uh, I fell in love with it the moment I I did it. The reason why I started, man, is because, honestly, comedy was always a a way of me to, like, vent, you know? I always loved comedy movies when I was younger, and, like, stand-up comedy was a big part of my life, because, tragically, when I was 13, I mean, my mom passed away, so, like, not to bring it down and Mm -hmm. stuff. You know, but that that made me really sad and like to get me through it. Literally, I started watching Kevin Hart, and yeah, when he started talking about like no titties and <laughs> long <laughs> long nipples and all that shit, <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny as hell, man. And I, I found myself in a sim- similar predicament. You know, I'm a small guy myself, and I feel like I got a lot of stories to tell. Coming nice. from Jersey, moving to Indiana, that's so. why we gave you the tall chair. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, need I need that shit, man. So, Jimbo, man, what was your first room, your first open mic room? Man, I, I don't like to say the name, but uh, Crackers. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, yeah, they should change it, you know? We're in 2022 now. But, Call that motherfucker Whitey's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roof fans. <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good experience my first time, you know? Gotcha. So what, what kept you going? Uh, what kept me going was the the people, you know, the excitement. Just getting up on that stage, there's nothing like that feeling, you know. It's just a, a good rush. It's like comedy is like a high, you know. And then once you keep doing it, you just keep going back. And I realized I was getting good at it. You know, when I first started off, I was ass, I'll be honest. I did, like, set up, I, I set up, like, my jokes. But, like, now that I'm four years in, I'm seeing the, the, the transition, you know. If you really put in the work, you can get to whatever you want. Yeah, real talk. Let me ask you this, Jimbo. Um, like I said, I've noticed that your work ethic, I've noticed a lot of comedians that are local stay local. They don't go out of their own city. They, they feel comfortable in a way. What make you different from a lot of other comedians? Like what, what drives you to go different places out of your city, out of your own comfort zone and do comedy? Well, uh, what drives me is like, knowing that I, I, I want more. Like, I have big goals, you know? And I, I'm doing this comedy thing not just because I want to be famous, but I love making people laugh, like, genuinely. It's dope as fuck just to, like, to tell stories. People are going through a lot of shit, you know, in life. And for me to be able to, like, actually just fuck around, just be myself, be goofy on stage, every city, like, it, that's an amazing thing. That's and what's I, up, my brother. That's what's up. Heather, you had a lot of, you had a different path. Uh, I see that you did a lot of um, social media first before you really got into doing stand-up. So what I, – I've always thought you was hilarious on Facebook. You know what I mean? A lot of people I feel that are funny, but then you get to highlight and they shit, and then you'll see that they either stole a joke yeah. or copy and paste shit like that, which you see a lot of on Facebook. But I've noticed – like Nate. Shit. What? <laughs> you got me fucked. Oh, I almost threw this damn mic at you, and this is your shit. <laughs> But uh, Heather, I've noticed like your shit's original. You you, you it, talk a lot of shit. On I, I mean, it's it's stuff that actually happens to me. Like, 
probably 99% of the things I talk about actually have happened to me or are happening to me. Mm-hmm. And if if I don't document them, people don't believe they really happen. Right. So uh, I've always been told I was funny. Um, I know I'm a good storyteller. Right. And I've always wanted to try stand-up, but I never had the confidence to to do anything like that. I always kind of like try to be a wallflower and blend in and not like I hate when people sing happy birthday to me in public like I just want to die like I don't <laughs> want attention but then I you know my boyfriend died my mom died I gave really kick-ass eulogies and I'm like I could talk in front of people it's okay it's like my family members were like oh I didn't know you could speak like that I'm like bitch who the fuck you think I am like you know me my whole life we got a lot of death in here like I'm glad we set the movie yeah yeah we started it in yeah Jimbo like yeah I lost my mom and you lost your mom too I'm like man I mean and honestly let me just say sounds terrible but I'm glad my mom's dead because she would be so embarrassed that I'm wow. saying the shit you I'm don't saying think she, you don't think she'll be proud like in a way like damn my she daughter's would, doing stuff that I'm, I'm not used to seeing she would be so offended she was born again so she would be like oh, <gasps> I can't believe you're doing this <laughs> like my, my mom was great I love her but you know she I probably would not be doing this without with her still being here, I would be too scared. Gotcha. And I've always noticed, too, about you, you hang out with everyone. Like, you're just yeah, not one I'm of those floater. people. You float around. Like, you cool in the hood. You can go to anybody's barbecue. Mm-hmm. And you... I remember... I'll never forget when we went to this one spot and you called this guy out for his potato salad. Like, he was like, uh... Nigga, that ain't how that shit's supposed to be. <laughs> First of all, I would have never said the N-word. I know, but, but I'm just saying... you. <laughs> <laughs> Where? When was this? This was a minute ago. I want to say like you had. Cal- you, I don't know if you even made a post. He was talking about food. Remember how, and back in Thanksgiving when everybody was posting their food. Oh, and shit. was I asking? Was and, I asking like if white people have yeah. potato salad at Thanksgiving? <laughs> I was like, I, we don't. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know. Like it was like, like we so, have everything at Thanksgiving. That's a summertime food in my family. Right. <laughs> Potato salad is a year-round food in a black family. Uh, right. I, we I've eat that all, all the time. Like, I, I've learned that. You summertime for you yeah. guys? So yeah, that's new. See, that's new that's for new, me. Yeah. Right here. Like we so like. Yeah. How, how is that a round. summertime food? Because it's, it's mayonnaise based. Like I guess I don't know. But, but I mean, it's cold. I mean, but in it, the winter, you know. I know. I. That's just look. My people are from. The hills of Appalachia. So I just know, <laughs> the hills of like, Appalachia. <laughs> like, my grandma's my, from Hazard County, Kentucky. Yes, Hazard yes. County. Yes, yes, that's a dry county. She was born yeah. at yeah. home and didn't even know the year she was born. Damn. Damn. My great grandparents yeah. were first cousins. Like this. Whoa. What? Yeah, that's just. What and that's we why. Did. And then I was gonna get. That's gonna be my next thing. But you're supposed to learn to play the banjo real early. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the black sheep of the family. I've I've always noticed like your your jokes. You're a good you're a good joke writer. To be a a a newbie, Mm -hmm. you're a good joke writer. But I've always stayed away from dark jokes. Like black people, we don't do dark jokes (laughs) because niggas don't want to hear that shit. You on the other hand will tell a black dark joke about your family and it lights people up. 
how do you differentiate writing a dark joke for anybody out here, like new I, comedians? Hell, I'm a new comedian. But this how do you? Just... But, but you write on a a person that's been doing comedy okay. for about three, four years. Like, I mean, like a. You know, I've been a storyteller my whole life. So exactly. I... So what differentiates you? Like, how do you get to? How do you get that dark and turn it into funny? Like, I just gotta know. Because I'm a terrible person and it makes me laugh. So I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, yeah. you know, some other fucked up person's gonna think this is funny too. So <laughs> let me just try it. That's hilarious. That's, I mean, Man, my all, what I was doing in stand up, it was all dark. It was just like awful dark stuff that made me laugh. That's not yeah. supposed to make. Like we were saying before we started, uh, hit record or whatever, pushing people down the, you know, thing or whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're dark. You're dark. You're you're you dark. You're dark. You don't give a fuck at all. I just don't. You, you don't give a fuck. Button has been gone though. No, but that that's the problem though is but it's almost like therapy for me, right? Mm-hmm. Like when I talk about like my fucked up childhood or whatever cuz people are like, "Oh, you must have had a nice childhood." It's like, "Nah, bro. No, nah, man. <laughs> Let me tell you about my childhood." So, but no, like dark places is fun. I mean, I still remember the first joke that I told in Anderson, Indiana, and I didn't know how it was going to go. <laughs> where they were it I cuz I had a lady stop me and said, "Is your name really BJ?" and I was like, yeah, why? Why? She goes, why would you, someone name me that? And I was like, oh, I've been called that since birth, you know. And I thought about how can I turn this into a joke? And it was like, well, and the joke was like, yes, my name is BJ. Um, I had two choices, either um, comedian or gay porn. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you have to take a lot of shots in both of them. Oh, <laughs> man, that's and, hilarious. And then I said, and I said, you know. Um, had a lady stop me, and she's like, well, how, how did you get that name? And I was like, well, you know, that's what my dad said I should have been. That's the worst part. The worst part was, uh, and she goes, oh, that's, you know, in the story, I'm like, oh, the lady says all this terrible. I was like, well, it's still not as terrible as his first name. She's like, well, what was the first name we had picked out? I was like, abortion. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Three people laugh. One people like, huh, huh, huh. Nah. I'm going to start we, calling you Abe. That shit is hilarious. Yeah. I would have screamed at that first one because that shit is hilarious. Shit See, you funny. guys are like, white people just got dark minds. Mm-hmm. It, I, well, you've been in, like, slavery and racism. Uh, like, right. Like, that's, you know? that's fucked up. That <laughs> <laughs> said, we're good at slavery and racism. <laughs> I mean, we, literally, we literally shook hands with Indians and said, we got you. And they're like, ah, oh, fucking kill them. We want this. Yeah. Yeah. You probably Here, coughed, have up, these you probably coughed on your hand first. <coughs> Here you go. It's the start of it. <laughs> Just, do you have a permit for this? <laughs> we came up with the credit score. Come on. We came up with everything. <laughs> and he's like, can we get this shit back? No. Nope. <laughs> another thing, like, I, if you don't know me, I'm, I come off very quiet. I'm just kind of like mild mannered, whatever. I like to do and say things that shock people. Like, I like that people don't expect me to say, the only thing I smoke is dick. Like, (laughs) 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 that's one of my favorite lines, but like, I have to, I have to pick and choose when I say it because you can't say that in front of everyone. But, you know, um, that shit's hilarious. Like, people don't expect stuff like that from me. So I like to keep them on their toes. You guys. It's just like being able to say things and keep a straight face. And other people are like, are they serious or not? That's what I admire about a lot of comedians. Like, how they're able to say dark shit and just look normal. Like, fuck y'all laughing at me. Mm -hmm. This is for real. You know what I mean? Real shit. It's real shit. And you in the audience like, 
whoa, my life ain't that fucked up, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, because that's really pretty much what you're doing. I mean, you're... Yeah, it comes, and, yeah. So, and one, you know, you kind of know, like, yeah. in some cases, make it, it funny yourself. Yeah, it comes from, like, all comedy comes from a dark place. You you have to have some type of suffering in order and, and to laugh at it. Once you get the lesson, then you can laugh at it. Then you can talk about it, you know? that That's what it's all about. Like, when I start, like... I got fired. Like I ain't, you know, I when I got started, like I literally got fired from my job. And I went and started then I started hustling outside my uncle barbershop. Just mm-hmm. I started roasting my uncle's clients. That's how I started. <laughs> like, no bullshit. Like me and my like me and my uncle, we would just crack on his his clients and shit. And my uncle said, Man, you need to take that shit to the stage. And I went to Atlanta, moved back to Atlanta, I was working for the city. And I said, you know what? I think I need to go ahead and start doing this shit. So I said, fuck it, I went on ahead and did it. Bomb like a bitch the first time too. I mean, man, just that's gonna be that's my next topic, man. So, what's y'all worst bomb stories? Like, for I know Heather, you probably ain't got to the level there yet, really. But y'all worst bomb stories. I'm gonna start it off. My worst bomb story ever. <clears throat> I was doing Dwayne Cobb's room. This was he was doing that at Madam C J Walker. He was like it was like the first annual whatever he used right. to do. And nigga, I got up there and ate up. Oh my god! I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. First off, like it's like when I first started doing comedy, I used to just think I was funny. So I used to just come up with shit, no preparation, no nothing. Just come up there and think like the shit would work, and the shit didn't work. And it was so bad that like one of my homies was like, like he used to have a DJ, DJ, uh, fucking I can't think of my nigga name. I'm shitty. I can't think of his name right now. Oh, DJ World. So DJ World used to always world, play. World. He used to always play like, uh, shit's boring. It's boring. <laughs> like if a motherfucker was bombing. Mm-hmm. So he kept playing that shit. And he kept, I was like, man, I'm going to finish this shit. And he was like, nigga, stop. Stop. Oh, and it's different ones. So then, nigga, I got off stage. Kyle roasted me. And I, I felt low as fuck that day. Like I felt low. Real low. And then I just said, you know what? Alright, I did bad. But I still was like, man, I'm still attracted to this shit. And you know you do bad when people walk up to you like, bro, it's cool, man. Tonight what's your night? Or, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, fuck this crowd, man. This, I thought your shit was cool, bro. You know, it was cool. People was just not fucking people just hating on you, bro. You cool. You get them people. Then when the people, I'm like, well, damn, y'all felt that bad about me. Why the fuck I ain't clappers? Man, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't just uh, pretend to laugh, you know. But after that, that's the lowest I ever felt. And I, and you know, most motherfuckers, most comedians would have got mad at the person that put the show on. Like, man, you wouldn't rock with me or nothing. Dude, I went up, did another show the next week, killed it. Cop asked me to come back. I killed this room. He was like, nigga, why did you bring it this week? But in the bigger Ooh, place, you didn't bring, bring it. it. What the fuck happened? I'm like, dude, I don't know. Yeah. But it taught me to prepare myself, and it taught me to actually start writing some yes. shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I not agree. getting up and just thinking like, "Oh, okay, this should be funny," just because I said it on Facebook and got a hundred laughs mm-hmm. and shit like that. That shit don't right. be working. So that's my work story. About yeah. anybody else? One of I'll say mine. Like um, I actually got two, but I, I, I'll wrap it up. Like the first one was actually like when I first started. I was doing Mario Tori's room. Oh, that nigga room is. Tough, but and it's fun, fun too. And it's fun. fun as fuck. Shout it's out Mario Tori. Yeah, like, like, he I, was I just got, up here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, that nigga was, man. Yeah. What's up, nigga? But, um, yeah, so uh, I was doing Mario Tori's room. It's like a Monday night. And uh, I, I was just starting. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying like you. I'm thinking I'm funny and shit. So I'm like, didn't have no material. But I had a couple of jokes I was working with. So 
Some hit, some didn't. But I'm thinking I'm Dave Chappelle out this motherfucker. So after my, <laughs> I did a joke that I thought was going to work, and I dropped the mic. You know what I'm saying? Because the end of the joke was supposed to have me drop the mic. And nobody laughed. Like, I was like, that's my time. They was like, what? What What time, mother? Like, you know what I'm saying? They was like, that wasn't shit. You know what I'm saying? So after that, so after that shit, I go like, I go upstairs because like the way the bar was set up, you can go in, you go in, there's the one floor and then you go upstairs to the rooftop. So I'm on the rooftop, I'm sitting, I'm smoking and I'm chilling. I'm like, man, that shit was terrible. And as I'm smoking, Dirt Comedian Dirty South comes to me and she's talking to me. She was like, you know what, baby? You funny, you got potential. But don't fucking drop the mic like I know you or some shit. Like, who, who the fuck are you? Like, who the fuck are you? Like, that's exactly what she said to me. Like, who the fuck are you? And I was like, I, I, I'm Senior Parker. Like, yeah, yeah, I know you now, shit, but keep going. So after that, like, after that, I just kept going and going. And that was like the prior, that was at my lowest point. But now, you know, five, six years in the game, I got jokes that I, I can actually drop the microphone on now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Walk off that bitch. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, that shit was crazy. And then the second one, I was doing an open mic. I had bombed so bad. These motherfuckers had put me on a goddamn skit <coughs> on the fucking Instagram page, man. My dog, Iceberg Shrimp, he got a page called I Just Bombed, man. Look it up. I own that bitch right now. I bombed like a motherfucker. Yeah, it's like all the comedians who bombed and shit out there, man. I'm on that shit. I bombed so bad. That motherfucker came to me and said, hey, bro, you got to do my page. I said, I've been shitty. I've been shitty. I was like, nah, whole ass nigga. Yeah, put me on there. Yeah, I was like, man, fuck you. I'll do it. Probably got a gang of followers off that shit. Oh, yeah, man. The shit was fun, man. Like, all my niggas is on that shit, bro. Like, it's damn near an honor to be on that bitch because you don't get to see that side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's hilarious. Anybody else? I mean, I got a story about one of the few times when I, the first times I went to Chicago, yo. Holy fuck, man. One thing about Chi Town, the people over there are going to keep it real. Super real. And yeah, for some reason, I started uh, my set off talking about how like uh, I wasn't ready to be no stepdaddy, right? And I guess there was mother and there was a mother in the crowd. She got offended because I said I'm, I'm 21 and I can't. I realize I can't date a woman with kids, but I could sure fuck one. And she went off R on me, bro. Kelly oh, in the house. She she went off on me. That's R. Kelly, what you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? Oh, I heard the age. Damn, no, damn. he was 21. I know, I'm, I'm just talking. This <laughs> motherfucker. I <laughs> well, yeah, she got mad at me, and I, I just threw off my set because she was talking over my set. and it was She like, was heckling. Yeah, yeah one she thing was I realized is, yeah. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, them, them hecklers, man. You, one thing I've learned, you are the one with the mic. Yeah. yeah. You got the power. Talk your shit. Talk <laughs> your shit. Get them out the way. Get quick. them out the way. Quick. Don't let a hater linger. Mm -mm. You murder that ass quick, I'm or just ignore their ass. Yeah, like, I remember one motherfucker heckled me. I call him a two chains looking ass nigga, and he just set the fuck <laughs> down. That's that's how you got to do it. You got to be quick with that shit. I'll never forget. I did a uh, I did the show at Earthquake, and I'm killing it. And one nigga in the back, nigga, fuck them weak ass jokes, nigga. I said, nigga, fuck them weak ass hamburgers at Wop at uh, Burger King. You be flipping, nigga. They supposed to be head flame, bro, motherfucker, nigga. Not baked, <laughs> bitch ass. Nigga. Oh, niggas was crying. I go back to the back. That nigga Spencer's like, bruh, 
Why you do that, man? Like that? I'm like, oh no, nigga, I'm in my city though. How you gonna hate on me in my city? <laughs> one time for Spencer Mill, nigga. Shout out my dog Spencer. Shout out my nigga Spencer. If one for Spence, I wouldn't have got that, man. That nigga plugged me like a motherfucker. Man, hey, Spencer, motherfucking beast too, bro. When it comes to roasting, man. Oh my god, and he do it so effortlessly. Like, don't you hate soft, quiet, spoken niggas, bro? That be the work. Like, if a nigga with like a raspy voice roasting me, then I know, like, all right, I went toe to toe. Yeah. But this nigga's like talking like. Yeah, ho-ass yeah, nigga, man. so, uh, yeah, you little bitch. Yeah. Like, that nigga shit is smooth. Like, like yeah, man, I'm gonna go ahead and get on the stage, man. You're gonna ahead and clean your shoes off while I do this shit. I'm like, man, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you like, damn, motherfucker, I did this shit, clean my shit, though. Yeah, bro. I'm talking about, yeah, he, he hit your ass quiet, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Quiet shots, boy. Man, oh, shit. shit, bombing was a, bombing ain't fun. It is not. Motherfuckers mm-hmm. always remember that shit, too. Remember that time your yeah. ass was up? Nigga, that was three years ago. Nigga, you done, you done, you done performed in front of twenty thousand people, man. That's that's K Dub ass too for your ass, bro. Like K Dub, he'll he'll let you know. Like if you if you do a joke that ain't shit, he'll say, man, that that joke was shit. He'll say <laughs> the whole time, yeah, that that, that joke was shit. He'll see your ass three months later, three months down the line. You done did a nice ass show. I'm like, yeah, man, you killed, yeah, you killed out there tonight. But that joke you did three months wasn't shit. No, like, uh, man. like nigga, yeah, like it's some comedy bullies. He used to be a big time comedy bully when I first started coming out to Atlanta. Like he always would be like, "Man, I like your shit, but I just don't like you." Yeah, and I'm like, "Nigga, I don't even know, know you. you. Yeah. Nigga, what the fuck? How you don't like me? For? Nigga, I don't fuck you show too." Love, show love, show love, Yeah, that that's that him. Nigga, but he's cool as a motherfucking yeah. fan, bro. Like, K-Dub, cool, cool. Shit. He cool as shit. But like, it'd be funny when you go meet these comedians in their cities. Cause when they in your city, they super nice. Cause they don't know shit. They don't know where. To, like, you could be like, oh, okay, yeah, show you around, and then really like get their ass. Mm-hmm. But like when you in their city, oh, these niggas is a whole different animal. Oh nigga. yeah, cause you, oh, you nigga come to my room. You get there, yeah, man. You know, bro, I can get you up, bro. But you gotta be funny. Cause if you ain't funny, bro, nigga, you need to get your ass. And then they give you the greatest <laughs> intro. This nigga be touring all over the place. <laughs> I love when they give you the great intro, and I get up there and be like, yeah, nigga, that nigga lying, bro. I called a goddamn Uber. I'm to telling you, man, you're like, yeah, man, this man, I've been touring. He just got off tour with such and such, man. He just came from Virginia. He down here for a couple of days. Go ahead, give it up for like, nigga, you know, good and hell, you know, well, damn well. I called a Walmart to Walmart to get here. You feel <laughs> me, like, bro? Don't be, I mean, don't be doing all these crazy ass accolades <laughs> like that and shit. Nigga, I just started. Like, right, nigga, I ain't got nothing. You can't even see me on motherfucking. Y'all don't got nothing on Google, nigga. Bro, oh, that was, oh, that was the killer. Cause Mario Torre, he'll tell you, hey, man, you done seen this nigga on Comic View. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. You ain't seen me on Comic View, Def Jam, none of that shit. You ain't seen shit. I hate yeah, that shit. Yeah, but you on, but you on everything, though. You on everything. You been on Comedy Central. You done been on BET. You done been on everything down there and shit. That shit. <laughs> so, man, um, so I got a question for you. Do you guys... Do you guys ever get excited if, if someone's album is about to drop? Like when we were kids, we were excited, but now do you ever get excited? Nowadays, no, because you can just everything to me now is free. It's all on apps, app based. Yeah, no, 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 to hear it, I know it's free, but just to hear it, like oh some, wait, I can't wait for this to come out. Man, some artists, I I do, but then it's like, then again, it's like there's really nothing too much that's like really appealing to me like that anymore. Or something. I tell you but, what, I miss. I miss. Music videos. 
That's that's the thing. Man. I miss music videos because you knew when the album was coming out. You see the music video yeah. for the for album, album about to come out. Man, you knew like, oh, okay, bet I might have to really get they this. They still do it. You just have to go to YouTube and find it. And look yeah, it's it too up. much. Oh, oh, MTV yeah. and, and then it's like so much stuff going in your face. You be like, damn, everybody dropping today. You be like, shit, I can't keep up with all this music right now. At like, bro, NBA YoungBoy done dropped three albums this year, and you don't know what's going on. Like, you don't know shit. <laughs> Chris Brown dropped two. See what I'm saying? Yeah, Both of them, 70, 700 tracks. He exactly. su- he sung them all at the goddamn concert. <laughs> he sung them all. He was like, you know how the DJs be? They'll do like the first verse and then they'll go to the next song. Yeah. It's like, goddamn, Chris, what are all these fucking songs, nigga? Nah, man, because y'all love me like this, man. Y'all love this shit, man. So I got to do all 30 songs. <laughs> I got to do all 30 of them. And it'd be like a whole 10 minutes that went by. You didn't heard 30 fucking songs. Like, yeah, now, 10 remakes. Like, man, what? i tell you who I will be really anticipated for it. You know what? This motherfucker ain't even got to rap. He could just do instrumentals. If Andre 3000 come out and drop that's something... That's the only motherfucker yeah. I'm waiting for. I too. swear to God, that's all, That's really the only motherfucker I'm waiting for. He, he can do two songs. I don't give a damn if he's just playing the drums. Like, Andre 3000 just dropped. That's all I... You know, because he yeah. it's like he's like a unicorn, man. Like, he can do whatever. He can do whatever. He can do whatever Sing, the fuck. This rap, motherfucker... He probably... Right. He probably walking around here right now with the flute. Like, you don't know. <laughs> Telling you, Cole. Like, that's somebody I want to see. I also want to see another Pimp C album. I know he's been dead yeah. for like Man, 11, peace, 12 Pimp. years. But yeah. It doesn't stop from making albums. You know that. I know that. Tupac had 36. <laughs> he did, but he ain't heard shit since. Mm. Did you see the, the thing where they put out where um, Biggie's song... That there was another guy that had a similar name and basically had the same beat a year before Biggie's song came out. You talking yeah. about what's the dude name? Black Gorillas. What? What's his name? I, I know. I, I he had I, that I one song. It. It's called Boss Mine, and he sounds just like Biggie Smalls. Nah, it's but the same exact song. No, no. This was like this was this was just discovered recently. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Oh, okay. yeah. This guy he had about. did a take. Yeah, he had did a song uh, that was just like Juicy. It was basically Juicy. Yeah. And Biggie copied that shit. Damn. Oh. That's what they saying, you know. I wish it's too late. Well, yeah, you know, hey. Why weren't we talking about this almost 30 years ago? You feel me? How about that white boy that sound like a uh, little baby? Man, if you don't yeah, get if you don't, don't get that on TikTok. If you don't get that GMO little I don't know. <laughs> that don't shit do him. sound GMO. It's uh, like that somebody is, created that. That nigga face look see? crazy. He look like a whole yeah. NFT. The, yeah, it's like the crazy <laughs> thing is a lot of people from my neighborhood out there actually know Lil Baby. So mm-hmm. it's like, bro, don't don't be doing that. Find your own sound, And he man. sounds just like, it's just uncanny like it. They it's all like, sound the same. No, they all do. Lil Baby kind of distinct. Yeah, like Lil an Baby. Impression or does, is that really like his rap voice? Like no. this this kid, the the white kid, is it? He's, impre- he's in person. Pull it up, okay. pull it up. What's his name? I don't know. I don't follow that. Type in white, white boy, little baby voice. <laughs> That's fucked up, but yeah. He typed that in. Yeah, I'm just you know it's like oh I know yeah yeah I I, I thought he was a special needs kid when I first saw see him. you know I I rather yeah me personally yeah, I just pay for the original yeah you know, little man Jay he looks like uh, he looks like Macaulay Culkin a little yeah Macaulay Culkin and Pee Wee Herman if they both lifted weights nah he's a bony ass dude he look he looks yeah he do look kind of special needs. He got oh. like a muscle nose. Like his nose like it lifts weights oh. on its own. Yeah. Let me stop talking about this white boy for they send after after me. Man, look, I yes. don't the thoughts and views That's of Nate Robinson right his and his alone. They do not have a flag. I don't have no filter. Uh he has no filter. None. None. Are you pulling it up, buddy? 
Yeah, that's what's playing right there. I can't hear it. Oh, hang on. My bad. Yes, that. See that 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 see. That's white boy right there, y'all. Yeah, that's white boy right there. Yeah, that's all white boy right there. That's that's. He got he got another one. That's, that's just... a little toddler. He <laughs> <laughs> looks like the real version of the Lion King from the movie. Oh wow! Oh, hilarious. Hair yeah, I, thank you. Is he I, Mufasa or, or Scar? Uh, a little bit of both. They little J man, white little baby. That's uh, that's one of the titles of the YouTube song. Yeah, that is terrible. Fucking terrible. Terrible, terrible. But I mean, shout out to him though, man. Yeah. He's viral. All I'm saying, viral. yeah. I just that's the thing. It's like the oversaturation, left. you know. It's like just find 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 your own style. Like little baby, done perfected. Did you that, say he's you know viral. I mean? Yeah, Mass shooters viral. go viral. Doesn't mean it's a good thing. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> See, right. that's that dark shit again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mass shooters go viral. Nobody ever said it was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm so, no, it, it's weird because TikTok blows a lot of things up. You have to have a thousand followers to go live. And then, like, if you actually go to TikTok 10, live. 10,000. It's a thousand. It's dropped down? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. what I read it. But if you go on, so if you let's say you wake up at seven in the morning, go on TikTok Live and watch the people. It is fucking hilarious. They are laying in bed, not doing anything. They have like three people watching, and then there's just they're not doing anything. But there are some cool places where um, a guy does an old school radio show. He plays just like morning radio, and but a lot of people are, are trying to look at women laying in bed. Wow, just doing nothing. Yeah. See. TikTok is the TikTok is the new. It's, the it's new, a new way, bro. It it's, is. it's the new it's bullshit. Purgatory. That's what it is. Yes, yeah. TikTok is definitely purgatory because that's like the blend, perfect blend between Twitter and Instagram. Because hey, hey, Twitter now. Twitter is just a shadowy place that Mufasa was telling us about. I hate yeah. Twitter. I, I, I've Twitter's never, I've devil. never got on Twitter. I use Twitter more than anything. I love I Twitter. I hate Twitter. I love Twitter. It like, sucks. yeah, I gotta get my. It was fucked up. Is I gotta get my Twitter back because I'm mad because like. I like I got so many followers and shit, I, and I used to just say random ass sayings and like just a whole bunch of crazy ass retweets. I don't know what I, I think. I think I was at a strip club one time and I tweeted. I said, "Yeah, I'm at the strip club and this dancer was trying to get at me, and she's gonna be upset if I throw the seven dollars because I really was just there for the wings. Like that seven dollars <laughs> was literally going towards my wings. Oh, man. All right, I'm paid for my Uber. I'm I'm with Henry Welch and we had uh, we had fucking uh, we had strokers." <laughs> We had strokers. First of all, strokers. First of all, Atlanta strip clubs. I used to like them. I now hate them. Atlanta strip clubs. You don't even have to touch the woman. If she stands in front of you and dance in front of you, you got to pay her. It's like twenty five dollars. I didn't ask for this. Yeah, that, how you gonna no, go, go by on me? How you gonna do a walk? An ass by? Now yeah, I will take. Now I will say this. No, no. Blue Flame is one of the best strip clubs in Atlanta. I will say that. Blue Flame is it's family oriented. It's black owned. They give to the community. Wait. And the yes. Family, family oriented now. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Let me tell you about Blue Flame. Yes, this this is a family owned establishment. Yes. The this this strip club is actually owned by a family. Like I know the I know the auntie. I know my friend my my friend family oriented. That yeah. makes me feel like it's like a Chuck E. Cheese for titties. It is. It's a big, yeah. I would like that. A lot of titties. I mean, you just can't bring your kids in there. <laughs> I would but, like that. They, yeah, but they it's actually, the, yeah, it's, it's the machines, they was like this. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> I could but watch yeah, it's, uh, it's fam, like, it's straight family so oriented. Someone you know what I'm saying? sex with that. Yeah. Uh, husband and wife bought the place, you know what I'm saying? And I know it's super nice. It is. The strippers are very nice. Like, they're very nice. They sit and talk to you and shit. How about like, the food? The food is immaculate. 
like some of the best fucking wings you you can go in this you can go into this particular establishment and get a lobster you can go and get crab legs if you want wow yeah you ever had crab legs at a strip club I'd be scared. I have not. I don't be. Crabs don't be because the chef. Almost got crabs. Yeah, I'm good with. Yeah, don't get the crabs. Just get the crab legs. Champagne room will get you every time. <laughs> yep, yep. What the fuck? Nah, but the menu there is amazing. Like a lot of the strip club menus out there in Atlanta, are so dope. Like they, like even if you don't want to go in the strip club, they have like a, a window, so you can actually just order order your food, and you can just chill out in your car. They got dancers used to have a buffet uh, out on the west side. Yeah, but we would just go there and eat the food, and the girls would be like, All right, "No, we're just it's like eight bucks for a buffet, and it's like some of the best buffet in town." So we just like, eat yeah, we're gonna eat. go over here and eat. Yeah, I feel you. Like, but yeah, you go to but the thing is about like the strip clubs is like you're paying twenty five dollars to park. You're paying like during the day it's free, but after like seven o'clock, six seven o'clock, because that's yeah, when I'm like cool. the yeah the dads come in. Yeah, forty dollars to park, then it's like fifty dollars to get in. Then you're paying you know twenty thirty dollars for some food, but. You know, but it's it's all an experience though. You just have to know you just have to know how broke you are to get in there. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just measure your brokenness out. You can you can have a good time with forty dollars. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean that's I'm telling you. Anywhere, but I'd rather just flirt with a lady at White Castle giving my thirty pack. <laughs> 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 Bitch, hold the onions in the breath. <laughs> nah, the strip clubs like I, the strip clubs in Indy they're cool it's just they don't get naked so it's like why yeah. am i going to go see i, want, yeah. I ain't go see this bitch on instagram mm-hmm. god damn it you know see, what i mean i don't want to see vaginas in the strip club anyways i really I don't no, like strip clubs i, no. I want to see heels and money so that's that's it. heels and money heels and money you ever recycle ones in a strip club i have Anybody know what that means? Recycle ones. When you, yeah. You pick, when them, pick them bitches you're, back you're, up. Pick them bitches back up and throw them back. Yeah. But they can't hit the floor. If they hit the floor, you, it's dead. It's you got to catch it before, before it falls. I will say this. I do got a strip club story. So I'm in the strip club. I'm paying my rent because the owner at, at uh, Sunset owns a lot of property on the east side. So we used to have to go to Sunset to pay our fucking rent. Wow. So he would always be like, yeah, come in for free. Like, if he knew you was, like, you know you're paying rent, come in free. You want something to eat? Like, he's super nice. But that's a bullshit-ass scheme to get you to pay for your pay, pay your rent. You the rent money for these hoes. So I went. I had money. I I, pay, I, I, I stopped giving him cash. He used to give him, like, a cash check. check. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm not giving you no cash. So I give him the check. And I used to always have like a little couple some extra money on me. So I remember one week I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go in here and tip a little bit. Dude, I had like $300 bills and I had the ones. So I dropped the hundreds. So I didn't notice until I got done tipping. I'm looking like, oh my God. I pushed that bitch so goddamn hard and grabbed my little three hundred dollars and walked out. I know you did. <laughs> I walked out I know the she's fuck like, you, you got me fuck. I was out of there. I know the she's fuck like, you did. Damn, why you push me for it? Nigga, I got that 300. No, like, hold, hold up, bitch. Hold up, bitch. Like, yeah, all Left right, my nothing. chicken and everything. I didn't oh, give a fuck about man. nothing. Nah, nah, like, nah, I'm leaving with the plate. I'm leaving <laughs> with the plate. I left the plate, everything. I took got- my brother for his bachelor uh, party to, uh, Red, uh, what was it, Red Garter? Oh, oh, that's mm-hmm. the that's the sophisticated one. Yeah, so we knew, we knew the guy that uh, was running it. He's from our hometown. My brother's never been. And so, uh, being the best man, I paid for everything. Shit. So uh, I think I had like, I don't know, 500 bucks, 600 bucks, something like that. And then so um, I handed him some money. I didn't realize I handed him a 20. 
I thought I hit him all once, right? At the 20s were like if he wanted to get whatever special dance. First girl that shows his ass to him, he tries to put a panty or 20 in her panties on the side. Uh, he's putting it up or he hasn't released it yet. He has it in his hand. <laughs> I snatched that motherfucker out of his hand. I said, here you go. No, that's like, <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait. I said, oh. I said, why are you giving her 20 bucks for? He's like, what? She seemed to like me, and I was like, fuck this. I do, yeah. You yeah. got that money back. Yeah, not, now she seemed to like me. No, she seems to like everybody. That's, That's not what, even right. the worst part of it. They did the whole chair dance we paid for. They get you up there, and they were yeah. beating uh, the shit out of him with the belt or whatever. My brother always wore, this was in 2000. I got married in 01. It's one of the, right around 2004. He still wore the old school Walmart thin boxers, right, that had no button on the front. Oh, oh, oh yeah. man! They popped out. Oh. It was over. It was over. They smacked it with a belt. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, wow! And he's just giggling, not giggling. Like he oh, is. Just, he, he's he, probably used to that. Shit. Got a laughter panel. Now he's paying tricks to step <laughs> on his balls. <laughs> yeah. He. Oh yeah. He. Ha- he has a safety word. He has a safe word. <laughs> Police. <laughs> ah, Rutabaga. <laughs> He is saying something. Right after I turned 21 was the first time I ever saw strippers. And it was like a male review. Uh, And (laughs) I don't like, I don't like strangers touching me anyway. So I was already like, oh, why the fuck am I here? (laughs) This motherfucker came out dressed like an astronaut. And I'm going to age myself because the Aerosmith song, Don't Want to Miss a Thing, had just come out. Oh, damn. Yeah. So I'm old. And so, Armageddon. yes, yes, this dude uh, yeah. comes out to that song and for whatever reason decided to fuck with me, took my glasses off and put them like he was wearing two G-strings and like put them between his G-strings and his crotchal area. Oh, I'd hit him in the shit. And I was like, give me my glasses. Mm-hmm. He's like, what? I was like, give me my glasses. I was real, like, nervous and, like, ready to just have a meltdown. Come and get them. Can you just give me my glasses, please? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, come and get them. So I was just so, like, pissed off. And all my friends are like, oh, my God, that's so funny. I'm like, fuck all you bitches. I hope you all die. (laughs) So I had to reach in and get my glasses. Oh. They probably grabbed some nuts too. Huh? No, I <laughs> just like got them back and they were full of stripper oil. Oh, not stri- stripper I, oil. Yes, <laughs> specific type of stripper oil, you know. Um, I that's crazy. was just mortified. I cannot hear that song. I cannot hear that song to this day without like having a physical reaction. I want to fucking throw up when I hear that song. Don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall because I miss you, babe. I hate you. (laughs) The passion of a thousand suns. Who dances to that shit? (laughs) How do you slow dance to that? Don't want to close my eyes. It was tough to dance to. Yeah, I don't understand why that was a thing. Like, I I don't know. One of the most Bizarre nights I had. I got one I was too. At, I was at PTs, man. PTs be oh, you, oh, I already know. I was at PTs one night and we just <laughs> walked in on some humbug shit and it was midget mud wrestling. We turned oh, around Jesus. and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> 
He just turned around and walked out. I was like, yeah, it's a special night. It's 20 to get in. I said, nah, no thank you. We good. <laughs> Why the <laughs> fuck would I pay 20 to see some midgets? If they let me toss them, I'm staying. There are people who hey, are like some so into that. I don't lie. Amateur night's the worst night ever to go. Hey, BBW night. I went to BBW night at Onyx. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I went to Onyx. Bro, they got a studio in their strip club. Whole, and a barbershop. They, 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 and a fucking pool, swimming pool in that bitch. Like a, <laughs> a swimming real. pool? Yeah, not, it ain't big. Like, you know, a little swimming pool. You know, get, Sounds get like a little syphilis. Deep. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it do. But <laughs> I ain't hopping in that motherfucker. Yeah. But I went to BBW night. Dude, this one chick got up. And you could tell she brought everybody. And when I say she was built like a railroad track. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so many. Ro- I didn't know where the titties was. Oh, no. So she went overboard, though. So she got on the pole. And she did pole tricks. And let me tell you something, guys, something. I was aroused. <laughs> it got me. I was like, I, I was not only amazed, but I was aroused. Like, I was like, well, damn. Her big ass is getting down in that motherfucker. And then when she hit the splits. You wanted to hit it, didn't you? I low-key did. Yeah, I, knew you did. I knew jiggling. you did. I knew you did, bro. Everything was jiggling. Oh, Everything. And I was like, it took me there. Like, you know how, like, when you, like, daydream? Yeah, I was daydreaming about her for like that split second, and then reality <laughs> hit me like, uh, 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 it just hit me out of nowhere. <laughs> hey, so butter roll thunder. If you listening to this podcast, my <laughs> dog hey, Nate hey, trying to holler. At- <laughs> First of all, her name was Teabag Tiffany. See, now that's even worse. Yeah. But still, Hella worse. Like, what are you teabagging? No, belly no, fat? that makes no, that makes sense. Bad girls are supposed to be good ahead. You're right. Hey, they don't. Yeah, they. Yeah, do. I'm. Yeah. I don't know. And look now, though, I'm, I'm gonna have a flash. So look, I, I, so she's twerking <laughs> the whole time. So I get behind her. I don't discriminate. I know it, nigga. My whole shirt. I had a whole crease in my shirt. From my whole head. shirt oh, got in her ass creek, and was, and I got my shirt back, folded. I didn't. Nah. I threw it away. I'm about to say, you, you, gotta, you gotta get rid of that one. Brand new shirt, brand new polo shirt. Oh yeah, fresh. Yeah. Fresh. Booty crack juice. Booty crack. Everything. Fold it though. It probably had stripper oil on it. It had steam coming out of it. Mm-mm. She pressed her shit? Press my shit though. Oh, no. Because you went... know, my shit was, you know, polo's 100% cotton. Yeah. Man, my shit was pressed oh, out. Oh, it was steam. real polo. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, like, not, not just like a polo shit. Nah, it ain't the polo. It, it, was, it, was, it was US polo. Don't nah, it wasn't a polo. Nah, it was, it was on, it was on one horse. He wasn't on 10 of them. Ralph Lauren. Yeah, look. You know the top follows is fake though when the front of the shirt is like decent and then the back of the shirt longer than the motherfucker. Right. Like, yeah, you bought that irregular. <laughs> How you got it got the, bacon, the, outlet, you got the little bacon Marshall's, wrinkle in the front and shit. Marshall's polo, yeah, the, the uh, it's string hitting oh, them the one, Yeah, them the ones that didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> the them the polos outlet. that didn't make it. Them, yeah, you the know originals. them. Everybody hey. Hey, I don't have plenty of times in high school at Marshall's. They're always Maybe. like orange, bright green. Yeah, they the yeah. colors you never, you, you never, never really buy. It's just there, yeah. though. You're like, damn, why all these goddamn like, Why the fuck am I buying magenta? I'm put this motherfucker together. You the know worst I mean? one is home. the one that they had like the polo that was six by six foot three tall on your shirt. Oh, the big polo. patch? They, no, like the ones that took up like your whole shirt. 
I hate them. Oh yeah, I remember them. Yeah, yeah I ain't like and that. I'm like, you bought that three ninety nine wholesale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, yeah, but everybody, yeah, everybody had the big polo with the big horse and the three the big on. horse, and they got the three on the side. Man, yeah, yeah. them were nice at one point. Yeah, yeah at one point. Then when they went yeah, to Marshalls, now it's like, it's like, nah, bro, nah, you it. can't even do it. It's, Those are made for Marshall. That's the part that no one knows. They're, like they're not even made for Ralph Lauren. They're actually specifically made for Marshalls to sell there. Wow. But they say that this is suggested retail, here's your clearance price. They're not actually made for that. They're Whereas, made for that suggested retail price. I would buy an price. autumn, yeah, because Polo yeah, actually the has their own ones. outlets. I had yeah. the black yeah. and red. Stuff. I, had, Polo, I had like three of them motherfuckers. I definitely hit the Polo outlets anytime. You know, the Polo yeah. outlets be... be oh, they, you'll find some shit in the oh, Polo Oh, yeah, some outlets. good clearance. Hey, yeah, even clearance. Nice not, clearance shit. I'm telling you, man. Atlanta damn near got the best clearance shit. Y'all got... They be having shit that... I be thinking Atlanta will send the shit to Indiana because, you know, we like to yeah. everything. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, Atlanta's an A market. Indy's a B market. D market. Well, <laughs> theoretically, retail-wise, it's a B market. But, yes, it's like a trash market. Shit. Yeah, have you been to the malls? We don't right, buy the, shit, but on the Saturday. The polo store in Lennox is two stories. I don't think they, I don't think the polo store is there. But, yeah. It, it's, we got the we got the, the outlet polo yeah, store. Like the, the one polo. in Tampa was on. The polo I went there was nice, too. Yeah, it's the, two stories. Yeah, it's two stories. Like the first, Cincinnati. The first floor is all closed. And then the second floor is all housewares. Yep. yep. So it's like, yeah, man. I, man, I seen a, a polo sleigh bed. They wanted like $70,000 for it. I was like, man, we're going to rob this place because I can't, I can't do $70,000. It was they a nice They have no bed. chase policy, most likely. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they don't. They're like, oh, take it. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm like, when I used to work at JCPenney's when I was in college, niggas used to steal, and they'd be like, ah, okay. Man, that's how you know they ain't give a fuck about none of they clothes. <laughs> we looking at, hey, I'm looking on my check. They talking about a uh, shrinkage because they, they used to, they used to mm-hmm. be like the loss prevention department. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it used to be motherfuckers like literally that would get caught stealing, and you'll see what they got caught stealing with, and you like, you couldn't just buy that candy somewhere else. Yeah, who steals candy? That's from what Daisy I loved about Seven Eleven is like, so you could buy cigarettes, alcohol, or not alcohol, but cigarettes. Uh, beer and wine beer and wine no like you can employee purchase it if you work there oh they did it and they would take it out of your check so you wouldn't steal so their theft is really low mm. so like if you want if you need one you know black and mild you just buy it buy it and without worrying about stealing all of them so that's why I was like that's a great idea yeah, I would have stole the shit out of them black and mild <laughs> I worked at Meyer and I was in like the systems department and our office was next door to loss prevention mm-hmm. so if they apprehend a woman they need a female to be in there with them so I, I just watched the video like that. Yeah, so... <laughs> wow. So, uh, like, I would always... You know, my department was bullshit. We just sat in the office mostly and talked shit. <laughs> so he'd be like, hey, Heather, come here. Oh, this one lady was hiding stuff in her baby stroller. And it wasn't, like, high-dollar stuff. It was, like, a bag of chips or whatever. That's what but, I'm saying. but, like, team members would get apprehended for 50-cent bag of chips. And they'd get, like walked out in handcuffs because I was on 96th Street and everybody's like oh that's Fishers nah this side of the road is Marion mm, County, yeah, County. <laughs> so you think you're going to a good jail yeah, like no, I'm going to be just, out in the day nah it was good times yeah. you better do some backup time yeah. 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 you call Marion County now for something like that they're like really did you yeah. see they got the new jail now they, all the shit and yeah. that's downtown is gone so now they got the new jail. It's like on the south side. Yeah, because they're, yeah, they're trying to attract. They're, they're bringing the tourists in here, so they had to move to jail. But look though, it's once you in that bitch, 
they got the they got the court downstairs. They got all the shit that you need normally need to go to in that whole building. So if you get arrested and go to jail, you can't even fucking like get it. You know how they transport? You can't even get transported. <laughs> you ain't that motherfucker the whole time. Can you imagine? Man, I don't want. You already locked up, but now you can't even like go different places. Usually when you're locked up, you can't go different places. Exactly, right. but like if you're getting transported or if you got to go to court, you know, they take you nah, on a bus. We're going to go ahead and do all this. None of that. Right all here. that shit is in that motherfucking building. Only I mean, walking you doing is in the building. It sounds more efficient in one building. Definitely efficient, yeah. but shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get arrested. What, yes. I mean, of course. What do you think you're going to do? Take you for ice cream during transport? Like, <laughs> hey, I, I, I want some McDonald's. Kill- I know you killed these kids, but let's get you, you know, some right. strawberry. That's how right. they did that white boy that yeah, killed all roof. those damn kid, uh, mm-hmm. people in Burger King. They took him to Burger King. Took him the yeah. fuck? Took him no, to he Burger shot the church. Yeah, yeah, the church, and then took yeah. him to Burger King. Burger King, son. How the fuck? Well, they got him a small. They didn't upsize. It was just a small. I don't give a fuck. We go, we go biggie size. We go biggie size <laughs> yeah, for him. Yeah. You did kill a lot of black he, people that day. Yeah, yeah. But he's had a rough day. It's on us. Like, yeah, man, you were tripping, bro. Like, man, like, was you hungry? Like, you hungry, <laughs> how'd you do all that? He's like, oh, I could eat. 